Hi everyone and welcome back to Your Supernova Moment, a podcast about burnout. I got the question recently, you know the one, when you're in a group setting with people that you don't know, and because we're all conditioned the exact same way, I got the question. And the question is, so what do you do? Do you know what? I've actually started to actively resist asking that question in recent years, and it's so hard to do because our brains just sort of spit it out without realising. It's like, okay, we've commented on the weather, there's no child or cute pet present to fixate on, so now what? I guess I'll ask you what you do, and then you can tell me all about your work because it's the only thing that matters, right? Ugh, it's crazy, isn't it? We all do it. And since I've stopped doing it, I've noticed a few things. One, I've noticed that everyone does it. It's one of the first questions that everyone asks. Two, once it's been asked and answered, it becomes the only thing that matters and it entirely defines the course of that conversation. And three, Since I've stopped asking it, I find myself talking way less. It's like without that socially accepted conversation structure, both parties are just floating around at sea with no idea how to find land again. I've been trying out a new thing. Instead of asking that question, I now say, so, tell me about you. And you know what? Usually the first thing a person will tell you about them is what they do for a job. So it's like, notice that, don't ask too many questions about it, and then ask the question again. I don't want to know about your work, I want to know about you. And sure, your work is a part of who you are, I'm not saying it isn't. But let's just try and mix things up a bit. Tell me something you like doing. Tell me about something I don't have any experience of. Or something that I do and show me a different perspective. It takes a minute and a bit of practice, but it leads to way more interesting interactions than just a revolving door of different people bitching to each other about different jobs. But anyway, I've gone on a massive tangent. That's not actually what this episode is about. The point is, I got the question. The, so what do you do question. And I hate it because I've still got all of that internal shit inside me that compares where I am now to where I've been and judges meaning and purpose based on salary and job title and credits and all of that. And I especially have this little voice in my brain that laughs out loud if I say the words, I'm a life coach, because what the hell even is that? What does it even mean? So I take a minute inside my own head and I step back and I breathe and I use the wording that feels clear, that feels most relevant. And I say, I am a burnout coach, a burnout recovery coach for the most part. Sometimes I say burnout prevention and recovery coach. It depends on my mood and also whether or not I think the person I'm talking to would care to know the difference. And I feel something inside sort of settle into place. It's like, yep, that's it. That's what I do. And then I look up into a completely blank face and realize I'm going to perhaps need to elaborate and be a bit more specific. What is a burnout coach? What the heck do I do all day? Who do I help and how do I help them? If this random person asking me what I do for a living just to make conversation doesn't know, then I figured plenty of people even listening to this podcast might not know either. So in this episode, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what I do and how I help people exactly like you. And maybe you'll listen to this and realize that actually, maybe I can help you too. And maybe by the end of it, I can narrow it down to like a handy, succinct sentence to use when I get that inevitable bloody question at a dinner party. And I can feel less like a woo-woo wanker when I answer it. We'll see. That would be a bonus, I guess. But the main thing is I'm going to tell you what it is that I do as a burnout coach and what I can do for you. I like to say I'm the coach for people who feel like they need to get hit by a bus to take a break. 
Because that's how it feels sometimes, isn't it? I've definitely been there. I know a lot of people who are still there. Everything feels so big and so important and so impossible that you feel like the only way you can just stop is if something completely wild happens, like you get hit by a bus and have to spend like six weeks in traction or something, unable to use your fingers to type, unable to walk or drive to work, unable to so much as dictate an email. You don't want the bus to like completely take you out, although I've had those days too, but you just feel like there's no way you can get yourself out of this hell that you're living in without something drastic happening. Enter your burnout coach. Because that's the thing, I've been there. I do actually understand. I'm not going to tell you you're being irrational or stupid. I'm going to tell you I've been there too, and I've felt the way that you felt, and I am now living, breathing proof that it is actually possible to get out of that hell that you're living in and do things differently. I actually know how to recover from burnout because I've done it. And I've helped lots of other people do it too. Lots of different people in different situations. I've worked with people who work for big companies, small companies, people who work for themselves. I've worked with CEOs and entry-level execs. I've worked with PhD students, people in the military, the police, artists, actors, producers, marketing managers, accountants, veterinarians, publishers, photographers, wedding planners, teachers, carers... I could go on. I've worked across so many industries at this point and I've learned from everyone I've worked with. I've adapted my coaching program to suit so many different scenarios that I know it works. It works because it's adaptable. It's adaptable because everyone is different. Everyone is unique. But burnout is kind of always the same. I think sometimes what puts people off the idea of working with a coach or seeing a therapist or going to the doctor and actually talking about the fact that they're struggling is that they're afraid that they're going to be told that nothing can be done. Like living with that idea that this is just for now, that someday things are going to change once this project is done, once this year is over, once you get that pay rise or promotion or that assistant that you've been promised, that little slice of hope that is your light in the darkness that keeps you going. Until, of course, it doesn't. Because it's not actually hope, it's denial, masquerading in a hope-shaped costume. I also think that sometimes people put off the idea of working with a coach or seeing a therapist or going to the doctor and actually talking about the fact that they're struggling because they're afraid they're going to be told that something can be done and then they're going to have to do it and they don't have the energy left in them to actually do anything about it. I think a lot of the time it's a combination of both of these, a sort of impossible dichotomy of fear and exhaustion and inaction. You're too exhausted to change. You're too exhausted to keep going. You're afraid to reach out for help because pretending you're okay is how you're surviving. I'll say it again. I have been there. I've been the one avoiding the doctor's office because if I go, I know they're going to sign me off work with stress and all of the rest. I've been the one bottling up all of their fear and anxiety and misery inside instead of blubbering in a therapist's office, knowing that once I break that seal, it's never going to stop. So I better just avoid it altogether and have another drink instead. I've been the one who tries a meditation app and quits halfway through because my brain's too busy, who spends a whole yoga class thinking about the emails mounting up in my inbox, who lingers on a stress coach's website or Instagram, reading their story and scoffing and saying... It's all right for them, but my situation is just not something I can change with a bit of deep breathing and a walk in the woods. It took me denying myself all the way to a full-on nervous breakdown before I could admit to myself that things needed to change. And maybe that's what it will take for you too. It's okay if it does. I'll be here for you then as much as I'm here for you now. But the very fact that you're here listening to this episode means you're doing a better job of all of this than I did. 
When you actually work with me as your burnout coach, you get a 12-week supported program that takes you from the first steps of recovery, from sitting in the shit of your situation and getting on top of all the important foundations, to figuring out what the bigger imbalances are beneath the surface and working to tackle them one gnarly route at a time. I'm not a therapist. I'm not going to pretend to be one. I'm not going to dig too deep or psychoanalyze you or prescribe anything. I'm going to support you if you need that help you figure out if therapy is something that would help you, help you navigate that terrifying 10-minute appointment with the GP. I'm going to share with you everything that worked for me and plenty of things I've learned since that I wish I'd had at the time. We get you to a place where you're stable enough to start working on that deeper stuff. We learn what kindness and self-compassion look like, identify the stresses that are setting you off, make plans to deal with them, set boundaries, find the things that help, and practice them until they feel like habits. I'm going to introduce you to new ways of being, whether it's going from being chained to your desk to learning how to step back and breathe and get some perspective, or learning how to pay attention to yourself and your needs, or challenging that voice in your head telling you all sorts of unhelpful stuff. I'm going to help you figure out what actually matters to you, help you find your feet, enough to have the energy and motivation to figure it out for yourself, and then help you get from where you are to where you want to be. The great thing about navigating burnout recovery with a coach is that you're not struggling on your own. A support system is really important when it comes to burnout recovery, and a lot of the time we feel like we can't be 100% honest with the people around us about what we're thinking and feeling, or the ways that we're struggling, and that leads us to not being honest with ourselves. When you work with me as a coach, you can spill your secrets. You can admit that something is wrong, that something isn't working. You'll get no judgment, just support and suggestions and encouragement. Maybe a bit of challenging, maybe some questions, maybe a different perspective. Usually you'll get me sharing an admission of my own because I generally find that after my like 30 plus years of pushing myself too hard, burning out, beating myself up and getting stuck in the cycle and starting all over again... I've made most of the mistakes it's possible to make. So let me share that with you and we can laugh about it or cry about it and then figure it out together. Working with a burnout coach like me means that you have someone in your corner when you need them. I call myself the coach in your pocket because yes, we have our fortnightly Zoom calls where we focus in on a couple of topics, keep tabs on progress, set goals, that sort of thing. But I also use a chat app that means that you can send me a message or a voice note whenever you like. You can vent about something you're struggling with, ask for advice or reassurance. You can message me and tell me that you're feeling fidgety and anxious and ask me what kind of breathing exercise or yoga pose might help you out. Or you can share your journaling brain dumps and I can help you decipher them. You can send me pictures of your cats or ask for cute pictures of my dog. I can talk you through a stressful situation and help you to step back. Working with a burnout coach, a good one anyway, means so much more than just sitting down and talking once every couple of weeks. That part is great, don't get me wrong, but it's not all you're getting. It means support accountability, reminders when you need them, check-ins when you like. It means having someone who's been where you are help you find your way through the tunnel and out the other side. Something I do for my coaching clients is I write notes. Boy, do I write notes. I have, on occasion, been asked to write less notes. And it's okay. Like I said earlier, I'll adapt my coaching for your situation and your needs. But for the most part, I do write a lot of notes. And that can be really helpful because I don't think that we always realize the kinds of revelations that we have when talking to someone else. And when someone writes it down and we get to read our own words back later, that can be really helpful in making those revelations sink in. 
I have clients who go back and reread their early notes and kind of marvel at how far they've come. And I love that their story is there for them like that. I don't know about you, but I have a shocking memory a lot of the time. It's a burnout thing. I fried my brain one too many times and now it kind of doesn't work all that well. Not like it did before. Anyway, being able to go back through my old journals and remember things that I've learned and why I learned them. It's so helpful, but it's not always easy to do. I have a lot of journals and notebooks and um, there isn't exactly a structured index system. But because of these notes, these copious amounts of notes, you do have that structured system and you can go back and revisit your own journey weeks, months, a year later and remind yourself what helped. Remind yourself what worked. Because as I've said before, that life after burnout, that balance thing, it's not about staying still. Life is going to have ups and downs. We're going to go in and out of balance. That's normal. That's what being human is. But the magic is learning what works and remembering it and coming back over and over again. So what does 12 weeks of burnout recovery coaching look like? It looks like a free coaching consultation before that 12 weeks even begins. I do these free sessions most days. They last for 30 minutes. There's no obligation to actually book any coaching off the back of them. Sometimes you just need that chat. You just need putting on the right path. So we have the chat. You tell me what's going on with you, what's stressing you out, what your burnout looks like. Maybe you're feeling it creeping up on you. Maybe you're right in it and you just don't know how to get yourself out of it. Maybe you're off work. Maybe you're overwhelmed with work. Maybe you've quit your job or you want to. Maybe you can't even think straight enough to know what you want to do. Wherever you're at, you come and have that chat with me and I'll listen and help you out with some immediate stuff and talk to you about a longer plan. And if you like me, if I feel like a good fit for you as a coach, then maybe we talk about the coaching and what that would look like for you. You go off and think about what you want. You come back to me when you're ready. No hard sell, no secret hidden prices. It's all on my website. The only reason I'm not literally giving you my prices right here in this episode is because, you know, longevity and whatnot. So whenever you're listening to this episode, check out the show notes and head to my website. You'll find all my up-to-date pricing there. I'll probably suggest you check out my free meditation session on a Monday evening or try my yin yoga classes. I might direct you to the bonus breathing exercises in this very podcast or suggest other things that you might like to try to dip your toe into recovery. And if you're ready, if it feels right for you and if we're a good fit for each other, then we'll crack on with a 12-week coaching relationship. We'll work our way through various steps and stages, starting with the basics, finding the areas you want to work on, getting you to a point where we can build you that roadmap for what comes after those 12 weeks, once you've learned the lessons. It's about continued practice, continued embodiment. And with that comes accountability. I'll never get to the end of a 12-week program and ditch you or send you off into the sunset without a care. You can keep working with me as long as you like one-off sessions or mini packages. Some people like to check in every month or so. Some just need it every few months. Some want to carry on fortnightly for a bit longer. Some just pop up out of the blue for a reset, sometimes years later. All of that is entirely up to you. The thing about burnout recovery is that it isn't a simple 12-week process from beginning to end. It sounds like a wanky thing to say, but it is a lifestyle change. It's a life change, actually. It definitely changed my life, definitely for the better, and it's definitely something I think about in terms of being a lifetime thing. Life without burnout means a life that prioritizes balance and awareness and self-care. Actual self-care, not like 
a weekly bubble bath and a box of chocolates, and actual balance, which is a kind of awareness and understanding that life is going to have ups and downs. There are going to be good moments and bad moments, but we can navigate all that if we stay connected with ourselves and stay aware of where that middle is. That 12 weeks is so key because that's how we harness the magic of that supernova moment, the moment you decide something has to change. We spend those 12 weeks laying the foundations, planning the floor plan, building the walls, figuring out the details, and the rest of your life is living in that house. I love working with people one-to-one, helping them figure out what they need, helping them do the things that they didn't think that they could, which usually means doing less. Making time, finding space. I love helping them reconnect with themselves, figure out what matters to them, learn how to give a shit about themselves again, and watching them just kind of bloom on that journey. It's not always easy. Sometimes it's really bloody hard. Everyone is different. I can't make people do things they don't want to do. But for the most part, it's fantastic. Because there's nothing like getting those messages from people celebrating themselves for doing the things that make a difference. While I'm working one-on-one with someone, we'll talk plenty, in our sessions and as much as they like in between. Within reason, within boundaries. (laughs) I'll give them exercises and worksheets to explore. I'll give them yoga classes and meditations and breathing exercises and deep relaxation practices. I'll keep them accountable, keep them on track, and help them create a roadmap for what comes next. So that's it, in a nutshell. A pretty wordy nutshell, perhaps. So let's see if I can summarise. For me, being a burnout coach means helping people step back from their stress, rest and reset, make changes, and either recover from the burnout that has already struck or avoid it happening altogether. I coach people one-to-one, which means I support them, I keep them accountable, and I teach them the things that have worked for me, as well as helping them find the things that work for them. Sometimes it's a bit of both. I know my shit, I'm not up on a pedestal, I think I'm pretty relatable, somewhat self-deprecating, and I can always be relied upon to come up with a burnout metaphor for any occasion. If you are dealing with chronic stress, if you're worried about burnout, if you know that you need to do something about it and you're not sure where to start, let me tell you where to start. You start by booking a call with me. Just slide on into my consultation calendar Have a chat with someone who knows what it's like to be where you are. I will usually ping you an email before our call, unless the booking is super last minute, and I'll ask for a bit of background if you're able to give it so that we can hit the ground running and use our 30 minutes, your 30 minutes, your free 30 minutes, as effectively as possible. We can chat about where you're at right now, where you want to be, what feels impossible, what's getting in the way, and I can give you some tips right off the bat. And if you get that good vibe and what I'm saying makes sense to you, then we can talk about coaching and the ways it might help you. So the next time I'm asked the inevitable question, the so what do you do question, I'll say I'm a burnout coach. I help people dealing with chronic stress and burnout to change their lives for the better. And maybe they'll have some follow up questions and I'll answer them. And then I'll tell them about the rest of my life away from my work because I have a life away from work now and so could you. You just got to take that first step. So that's it from me this week for another episode of Your Supernova Moment, a podcast about burnouts. I hope it was helpful to learn a little more about what the heck a burnout coach is and what the heck I do aside from popping out podcasts for you. I will be back with another episode soon. Until then, remember, change is possible. It sounds super wanky, but it's true. Remember to breathe. 
Remember to use the resources that are here. Listen to episode three, Burnout SOS. Listen to the last episode before this one, The Foundations of Burnout Recovery. And let me listen to you and help you find your way. Until next time, or until our Zoom call, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.